listen to my story. It all begins here. I know. This is a one-time gig. Welcome back to another episode of Super Frank, a Super Frank podcast. Once again, Super Sanctus here. Got Frankie. And so this time we are in part Jill, I suppose. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I think I was going to call Jill's it. Episode, Jill's yep. episode. Jill's um, episode. I guess let's start with where did we leave off exactly? So then you finally yes. get back to the hideaway. Yes. And that's where I think we left off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right, right when you landed on the... On the airship, quote unquote. Uh, right. Yep. And you're like, well, oh, it's a, maybe it's an airship. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I still, I still wanted to look that up more so and have like, because it gives you like an aerial view. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is designed after one of the previous ones or something. I got I'm that not, feeling too. A little like didn't quite pick up. Yeah. Me, but I forgot to look back at some. So, um, right when we get there, the guy on the boat, I believe, is the one who says Otto is looking for you, mm-hmm. and you go to talk to him. So if you're like me, you're like, okay, new place, got to explore everything. Yeah. I got to go every inch. Yeah. yeah. Even though like we've already figured out at this point, there's treasure boxes aren't much, but I'm still like, I gotta, right. I gotta the go. Chance that there is one. Yeah. Right. Chance that there's one there. I gotta like, find it. So I went and like explored everywhere, but it's basically <laughs> funny because you go and talk to Otto, and he basically has you go talk to every like a couple people. Right. So he you really just go explore and explore everywhere. It. So. You so, can just go talk to Otto and then eventually yeah. explore. So you go to him, but, and then he sends you off to Harpocrates, I believe is the next person to talk. Or is um, it Vivian first? Yeah, Vivian first, who, so is, who new. is new, right? Yeah, new. Vivian Ninetales. I feel like it could be like one of those things like straight up, if you took a little break, you'd come back and be like, was she there before? Yeah, wait a minute. She, she is not. I'm no, fairly confident. She's not, <laughs> she's yeah, not late, there before. I remember later conversations they bring up that she was not. It was in between the five-year... Gap. She looked. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll explain that way later in the story. But yeah, it's at yeah, this it's point. Is, it's just like in between this five year gap, somewhere along the line, she joined the party. Right. So and she's very like a historian. I, I, I was kind of trouble with like exactly what you call her. I think they kind of say based she's politics almost basically because yeah. she knows how she's a current historian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, What's the, True, yeah. the the term or whatever? Like she's modern. Always, she's always telling you what's going on in the world right now. Yes, is her main thing with the wars. What what factions or kingdoms are attacking? What mm-hmm. wars are going on? Battles or yes. Basically, she recaps the story for you always. Right. So that's basically like what I had to like. She's always good to just come. You can so after you like you talk to her, you can talk to her again. And get a couple other yeah. uh, like things. So like I have here, like it's always good to come talk to her to like recap. You learn a couple things. She, she then it opens up a new feature here. Yep. Where you talk to her, like you're saying, talk to her again, and then it is a whole. You can look at the uh, like storyboard in the right the um, connections, the relationship connections between every character you've met to this point, and it gives you a date at the bottom yeah. of so when it happened. So you can go back. Kind of like chronological order. Yeah. So you, you can, can kind of figure out how things went in the order. So it's pretty cool because you get to see... It's, really it, cool. it's like a character web, you know, so you get mm-hmm. to see 
Yeah, you can kind of quickly go over, see out. the relationships. I don't think I recorded. And you can. Um, I'll have to get a snapshot of. Go that through that. Um, I just replaying that. There is a new feature. I don't know if you noticed it at all. Oh, I don't. It's think called I uh, where was it? Inner thoughts. Oh, that's right. I saw this. Torgal's feelings, right? Yeah. What you getting? So yeah, what it's it's called like inner thoughts. You press the pad button, and when you go over somebody, it's supposed to just gives you. It's just like a quick sentence. And it's supposed to be like their inner thoughts of that person. So you go over Clive and press the pad button, and then you can mouse over other other people, and you know like Jill or Torgal, and it will just say like a little line. And again, oh, you can do that through everybody. each section. It's so like each time period. You can see at that time what Clive is thinking about this oh, person. That's all that word. Not too, even... not too much. Just a neat little... But just a couple other things. It's kind of stuff you'd, you'd figure out, like, reading their little description. They're, like, the active time lore, like, their bio, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But then again, it's just a little extra thing. But I will say... So the thing is to remember, it's so like, if you're on Clive, and then go, let's say, go to Jill, then you can go to Jill, do her inner thoughts, and look at Clive. So it kind of goes, mm. you have to do both ways. I didn't know that it's supposed to work, because I kept seeing things about people saying, like, how Torgal's thoughts on Sid... And they're like, oh, oh, that's so sad. And it was just like, where's my, where's uh, my best friend or something like that? And like, <laughs> yeah, see, he just has. Then there gets to be up, so like, many, like you can't read them all, but it's a little fun to go do that. So, a little ones that I thought were were interesting was, um, you can go over to Ultima's character and see his inner thoughts, and only only like three people pop up. It's pretty much just Joshua, Sid, and like um, Clive. But I had to, I had to write, I wanted to write down real quick what it said because it says. Joshua basically just calls him an inconvenience and then calls Sid a disobedient child. That's what, like, Ultima's inner thoughts are about them. So a little interesting. Can make a little, just a little mental note of that. That's that's very interesting. I did not see that. uh, So yeah, so like, yeah, that new feature and then like the other thing uh, she has, so it's like the character web is like the situation map. Pretty much instead of characters this is places things and events Mm -hmm. so like you can go and look at um, but both give you like a little summary throughout you know like Mm -hmm. each each time like period each little section gives you a little summary it's kind of like what the story is doing but it shows you on the map what it's doing yes so like we're about to get to a part where they're talking about things mm -hmm. that are going to happen and then you can go back to talk to her and it shows you on the map where it actually is going on. So it exactly. makes more sense to you mm-hmm. of like, oh, they're moving from there to here, so then we yep. can go this way or do this thing. Like it's a pretty cool So like like yeah, they keep talking about like a battle and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. You can come here, look it up and be like, Oh yep, like you're saying, they came mm-hmm. from here and it's cool because it, you can mouse over like everything. Like every like yeah. place Every little icon, it'll be like a little figure, it'll be like a little arrow. You can mouse over that, yeah. click yes. on it, and it brings you the active lore. Yes. Which, again, it's it's the same in Hippocrates when you go and talk to him. So you don't have to, like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to go read Clive's bio, you know, with tomes oh, or Hippocrates. No, it's, it was, like, the same thing oh, um, okay. when you talk to, like, Vivian. But, yeah, great way if you're like us where you're kind of like, I, I need more stuff filled in. Like, mm-hmm. Vivian is great. You can go talk to her review like the the character web the kind of the uh, the situation map 
especially when big story dumps happen. And like you were just saying, like when you were originally playing it, you were busy and you only had like an hour or so to play. And so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's like a week later, and you just got through like a section, and then you're like, "What's happening again?" Yep. I don't remember what's happening. Exactly. Or little so, breaks. Yeah. If yeah. you don't have a day, day or two, you don't play. Right. Yep. That's mostly what she's there for, which is really, really nice I- actually. Like, like I, I like do it. it every once in a while. Exactly. Just to exactly. Check, make sure there was something. Because there, there are always a couple of things that um, after all the side quests, and you're like, wait, what was going on in the main story? Because there will be a little, little new nugget of information. Like I got mm-hmm. an example of if you on like the the story map, you like go over something, and it talks about how Clive rebuilt the hideaway on a lake, as you clearly see. Mm. Um, it talks, you know. Um, if you go over like um, Drake's head, I think it was that you just destroyed. Uh, if you like go over that, like that's like an event, like the destruction of that. It talks about how now Sid was declared an outlaw. So like you get a little information, mm. you know, kind of just like a yeah. little things. It's always, again, it's nice that like if you don't care and you're good, you can keep going. But if yeah, you, you want just any hours. little bit more. Yeah, there's you can spend mm-hmm. hours reading things. On, yeah, on between her mm-hmm. and then what we do next and and going to Harpocrates. Yep, which you go talk to him right after. And I wrote not too much. I don't. I don't think he has anything really. He just kind of like recaps a little bit of what's happened. Basically, in the last five the, years, but yeah. like doesn't really tell you anything more. It was basically just oh, reiterating he, what we know. Yeah. So. Yep, so you go talk to Vivian. And then you meet the twins, which I don't know. Which did nothing, yeah. So you go talk to Vivian. She's basically like, go talk to Hippocrates. You go talk to him, and he's like, I'm checking into Ultima, but there is nothing. Oh, that's right. And he's kind of like, you know, like, okay, keep at it. You know, it's just kind of like, I got nothing. It's like, (laughs) I've read every book in the world, and I cannot find anything on Ultima. Yeah, and it's like, ah, crap. But like a brief, you know, I think he said like a brief mention and something or another, and he was like, but that is also like... Vague hearsay, and, right? Like, yeah, it could, right, could be nothing. Um, so then I have with him just a couple things that are good to kind of maybe recap or learn a little something new. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultima's like lore, uh, mythos, and just like the recent events, places like I was saying, like the fall of Drake's head, give you mm-hmm. kind of little little new stuff that uh, might be worth checking out, reading real quick. Um, pretty much then... My next note mm-hmm. is just a small one. Then when you leave there, Taria comes and talks to you a little bit. Um, looks a little different now. She grew her mm-hmm. hair out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't Taria's even have that. Like, in the notes, I did forget different. about I that. Made her way different, the, the, which is funny. Yeah. This is where I really like this version of her a lot more. I do, yeah, yeah. I like the long hair. Like, but anyways, uh, the, the main point I was getting, and it's kind of small, but um, if you hadn't noticed yet... Yeah. Clive's brand seems to be scarred out, and this is where Taria apparently did some surgery to uh, cut it out or something. Basically, they don't really say because if she you... said the scalpel did all the work, yeah. So I don't know if she like did a skin graft over it or cut it out or what. Again, I think or if they you burn it off you can find it in the lore. It does it? again the Harpocrates somewhere in there. It basically does explain. Yeah, there is like a procedure, and like you said, I don't know They've if it started to do it. It yet. sounds. Well, actually, it is. Again, I don't know if it explains it here. But the mark is supposed to have poison in it. It's basically like a tattoo, but with poison in it. So if you try to remove it, the poison breaks out and kills you. I did not know that. I think that's totally all like in the lore. They don't really... They hint at it like a little bit. Oh, that makes so much sense. Totally. As to why like it's a dangerous procedure. Again, I don't don't know if this pops up... In the lore now or so way later, I don't think it's spoiling anything, 
But if you remember the leader of Sandbreck, I think his name's Sylvester, like the the emperor of Sandbreck, Dion's father. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, he's always Fact twirling checks. a flower. <laughs> yes. Apparently, that flower, the poison from that flower, is the mark of the bear. Let us know in the comments if you happen to notice before Taria mentions his scar gone. I'd be interested, you know, see oh, if yeah, anybody yeah. picked up anybody on that like right that? away. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I, I don't think I did until she mentions it. And you're like, oh, I think I did okay. Too. I did. Wait, so we, yeah, we were just we, on, we were just doing. Um, we just did getting into the like capital and destroying the uh, crystal. How hard that was just being a bearer. And yes, everybody oh, just everybody just treats you like crap. You can't talk to anybody. So mm-hmm. now Clive with his mark gone. It's not only like a symbol of I'm not a slave anymore. Yes. It's, it's like, also yeah. like he can literally talk to people. Mm-hmm. People don't immediately see him as a bearer, as a slave, as a piece of garbage. Yeah. So now he can help which, easier in a way, basically. I don't think comes into too much play in this episode. The next episode, which we were talking about before starting recording, mm-hmm. I think is when that actually starts to shine play, a little bit more. They, yeah. They don't realize he is for a while. Also. He's had it for, I think we were trying to, when you were streaming, trying to figure this out, mm. 13 to 18 years? I think it is 18 years. Yeah, I think they say 18 years. Because the first time jump after Phoenix Gate's 13, it's been five yeah. years, so he... Yeah, well, I okay, well, thir- I say 13 to 18 because I guess we don't know how long he's had it removed now. It True. makes it sound a little recent, but yeah. again, he could have he could have gotten yeah. it pretty cut away off, again, like... Again, like you were saying earlier, I don't know if it's like a skin graft, but I think it is like cutting underneath. Not knowing the poison thing, that probably makes more sense where mm-hmm. she said the scalpel did all the work. She probably has to I think dig it's literally... in there and dig it out without hitting the poison. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. So it probably is very It might be a side procedure. quest where they actually explain that a bit later. Because there's, there's a side quest down the road. Either way, yeah, that, that, gets, that might get explained a little bit later. But I think this is where... Oh, actually, right? um, she says there's a letter from Gav. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So then there's like a letter, oh, yeah, I thought this was funny. It's like, oh, letter from Gav in your room. And it's kind of like, oh, you have a room now. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then you go. Your room is, yeah. Your room and like you're, you know, you're. Used to have yeah. It's yeah, like Sid's solar now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sid's chambers, right? So I was like, oh, that was kind of funny. You have a room now. Yep. You know, um, he, one thing we, we talked about <laughs> before. Uh, I don't think there's two beds in there. But it true. sure seems like Jill A big is enough in bed there. for two. Yeah. They don't really point this out a lot. I remember, I remember kind of thinking that too. Yeah, at one I remember point. we had the, yeah. the conversation with Chad, and we were like, "It's been five years." You, you think? You think you they've done so? it? And for five years, they, they seem close. Like in moments they do, but then moments it gets still awkward. Clive's like a little like, yeah, whatever. Still, yeah, you're like, I'm like, been, come on, but it's been five you years, have to. right? Yeah, come you still don't think that? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Must be awkward. But anyways, yeah, you got your... What is it? Yeah, he just says... says, The note just says, Dalmec is on the move, basically, to Sandbreck. So, they explain this a little bit more, like, going forward, you know, here. is left to himself at the capital. Clive's chance to attack. That was the... That was my notes. Basically, yes, so... Basically, yeah, everybody moved... Dalmecia has moved on the Dominion. Because Sandbreck just took it over. Yes. Right. They so took they took it over five years ago. But yeah. Like now the Dominion's finally like attacking them, which yes. left left the capital wide open. Yes. For a counter. So basically, so you read the note from Gav, and then Clive and Jill are talking, and I have a little note in here. Clive basically mentions he has not or cannot summon a free since then. 
Mm, that's five yes. years ago. Yeah. Um, he's like, I, this would be so much easier if I could just... Like, you know, use my use power. And then he kind of mentions, like, the burden's falling to you, you know, to Jill uh, this whole time. And Jill was... Jill makes comments of, like, that's your body knowing that it takes a huge toll on it. Yes. But I made a note of it, like, we have yet to see that it actually is taking a toll on Jill's body. Yep. It shows Jill having her hand turning to stone. It showed Sid, Sid. having his hand turning to stone. Mm-hmm. We have yet to see any part of Clive. Correct. Even. And he, he makes you know, a comment, too. I, He's I, like, it's as if something's holding me back. So that's like, like make, yeah. you can make a little note of that. Yeah. A little interesting. Little small things, but very interesting. Because, uh, like you just said, yeah, too, because Jill's like, you know, he's like, the burden falls to you. Like, literally meaning, you know, every time you have to use your powers, yes. it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not a burden, you know, because of the cause. Like, what we're yes. fighting for. Try not to forget. We're only here because Joshua gave us a second chance. It would be a pity to waste such a precious gift. He did. He was there. 